If I've learned anything in my time spent between being a church helper and a church staff member, it's that most ministry positions are pretty misunderstood. I've said throughout this series that working in a church is a unique mix of worldview, employment, and lifestyle that's just hard to describe unless you've done it. And I've spent a few episodes talking about different ministry positions in churches, but there's no more mysterious position in the church than the office administrator. And while people can make assumptions about senior leaders or children's ministry leaders based on their exposure, rarely is the average congregation member or elder regularly exposed to the office administrator. So today we're going to talk about three things your elders need to know about office administrators that will help you all work better together as a team. And I hope that's a good enough tease because honestly, this might be our most exciting episode yet. So hang on because the Church Helper Podcast starts right now. Hey there, and welcome to another edition of the Church Helper Podcast. Our mission here at Church Helper is to help churches make every decision on purpose. My name is Mike, and I'm excited to help you and your church staff and elders team get on the same page today with the fourth episode of our series, Getting to Know Your Staff. And today is a fun one because we're focusing on office administrators. And as always, if you're a church staff member, now is the time to connect this with an elder and to sign up for our weekly email so you can keep building a stronger team. And if you're an elder, then make sure you forward this to the rest of your team so that you're all speaking the same language. And just to make sure we're all speaking the same language on this podcast, every church calls this role something a little different. It could be an administrator or an assistant, a secretary, an office coordinator, maybe something else. But for the sake of today's podcast, we're going to call this role the office administrator. So with that, let's get rolling. Here are three things every elder should know about their church's office administrator. Number one, their day is one of constant interruption. Now, I know that many people live in a world where they get interrupted doing their jobs, but it's just a little different when it happens at a church. And why is that? Because when you primarily work with caring for people and somebody needs to be cared for, that thing often shoots to the top of the list, even if the list is a mile long. In some office environments, you can put a sign on the door that just says, do not disturb. Or you can interrupt somebody in the middle of a sentence and just say, hey, I don't have time to hear this story right now. But in a church office, that's rarely something that happens. And church office interruptions aren't usually short bursts of time. They're often emotional moments that require a little bit of time to come down from after. Let's take a look here. In a hypothetical situation, a church member is upset about something and they need to get a hold of somebody on staff to talk it out. After getting up the courage and practicing what they'll say, the church member calls into the church office and the office administrator picks up the phone. After a friendly hello and three or four sentences of small talk, the church member asks to be forwarded to the staff member they need to talk to, but alas, that staff member isn't in the office right now. And so every once in a while, I'll be interactive here. So let's play a little game called What Happens Next? Upon finding out that this church member called for somebody who isn't there. The church member goes, one, no problem. I'll call back in a bit. Two, just forward me to their voicemail. I'll leave a short message. Or three, well, I was calling because dot, dot, dot. 
and then they proceed to tell the office administrator the entire nature of their call, the backstory, and what's got them so upset. I'll give you five seconds to decide starting now. If you picked C, then you're gonna be right about 80% of the time. And why? Well, pretty simply, because when somebody's upset and they call into the church, they need somebody to talk to. And if the office administrator is the one who answers the phone, that's the person who's going to get the story. And because it's a church and the administrator knows it's important, they're not gonna rush somebody off the phone. So now your office administrator has spent 20 minutes listening politely, trying to help this member through their issue, even though they aren't really the person that can solve the problem for them anyways. And hopefully, eventually, in will walk the staff member that that church person needs. So the administrator goes, oh, you know what? They just, they walked in, hold on a moment, and they can finally pass on the call. After handing off the phone, the office administrator looks back at their computer, takes a couple minutes to decompress, and then tries to remember what they were doing. About 45 minutes or so maybe goes by, and then the staff member required for that phone call comes into the office and says, out of genuine concern for their coworker, hey, I'm really sorry you had to hear that whole story. Are you okay? And the administrator goes, yeah. And maybe they'll mention one or two short moments about the call. And at this point, usually the staff member goes, yeah, it was a bit of a thing. You see, what happened was, and then they begin to share the details that the administrator is now hearing for the second time. But knowing this staff member likely needs to just sort of decompress verbally for a minute in a safe place, the administrator allows the staff member to get it all out. And they're an excellent encourager along the way. About 20 minutes later, the staff member leaves. The office administrator takes a deep breath, takes a couple minutes to decompress, and then turns back to their computer to once again try to figure out what it was they were doing last. Of course, now they've got both sides of the story in their head, and they're unintentionally replaying both conversations and trying to come up with a solution. And just as they start to get back on a roll, somebody else wanders in or the phone rings and very quickly a couple hours of office productivity goes entirely out the window. Field even two or three of these calls in a week and now your office administrator is behind because whoever wrote their job description forgot to include three or four hours a week of church member concerns and staff-related verbal processing. So as a leader, what can you do to help? Well, first, you can know that no matter what safeguards you put in place, this is something that's just gonna happen. Some churches are better at directing to voicemail than others, but sometimes people on the phone or staff members just need to get something out, and the office administrator is going to be the one who hears it. And so once you decide on purpose that that's going to be a part of the job, the next thing you can do is build it into the job. If it's gonna happen, if it's expected, then it just should be planned and considered when putting the hours together and considering the workload. A good office administrator is gonna be able to get those hours back if they don't use them, so maybe just putting them in there is gonna relieve a little bit of stress. And this is a bit of an out-of-the-box idea, I grant you, but I would challenge you to talk to your office administrator and see if there's something that you can do to relieve some of the stress and tension that comes from this inevitable part of working in a church office. Number two, they get strange requests. 
In brainstorming and researching this episode, most things I considered focusing on were things that I had witnessed or been a part of as a church staff member. For example, that story that I just told you a second ago, I'd been the staff member in that story a few times. But strange requests wasn't really something that I'd considered until I spoke with a few office administrators. It turns out, church administrators get many strange requests, and here's what I mean by that. When somebody calls into the church, they're usually looking for something specific that's also kind of, you know, churchy. They have something to drop off, they need to get a hold of some other person in the congregation, or they need to get a hold of the staff member. Some admins also cover rentals, which means taking on requests for rooms and ensuring setups are good to go. But then other people call about things like where to donate all the used clothing they just cleaned out of their basement, or how to get a hold of a local organization or a blood bank, or if the church administrator can decorate their rental space for them, if stuff just kind of gets dropped off at the door. One office administrator told me, sometimes when I answer the phone, I think there must be a hidden camera somewhere watching my reaction because it feels like I'm getting pranked. Now, it seems that sometimes people treat a church phone line like it's 411. And maybe it's because they don't know where to look or who else to call. And maybe it's because they just know somebody's going to answer and they just want to talk to somebody. But whatever the reason, as an elder, there's really nothing that can be done about this other than to be aware of it and make sure your office administrator has the time to handle these kinds of requests. So ask your administrator if there's any information that they need to navigate these conversations with clarity and confidence, or you could ask them some of the craziest things that they've heard asked of them. Number three, office administrators are on call too. We often think about somebody on pastoral staff being on call, but when we think about an office administrator, we often default to the idea that their job is sort of reflective of a 9 to 5 kind of gig. If a person calls a pastor at 8 p.m. on a Saturday, it's usually because they're going through a personal crisis or they need something urgent. It could be a death in the family, bad news about a job, it could be the worship leader or somebody else having trouble with what's happening for the next day's service. And when you're a senior leader, you expect off-time calls to happen with frequency. It's part of the job. And everybody knows it's part of the job because elders and staff and congregation members, they're the ones doing the calling. But often when you look at a church administrator, they assume that it's kind of an office hours, answer the phone, send emails kind of job. And we've sort of already established it's more than that in this episode. But there's one more thing 